0: Right, good morning. dot and BloodandFaith.com. It's the end of the Thanksgiving weekend 2023. I wanted to talk to you about the the invisible God, who in fact is quite visible. John chapter one, verse 18. No one has seen God at any time. I set the stage here for you. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten God, the only begotten God, who is in the bosom of the Father, he has explained him. The only begotten God, who is in the bosom of the Father, he has explained him. That's John 1, verse 18. John chapter 6. Let's go to verse, oh, I think it's 46. 46. On the road this morning, so I gotta hold my phone with one hand and turn the Bible pages with one thumb. I know it's not your problem. Not that anyone has seen the Father, except that the one who is from God he has seen the Father. Truly, truly I say to you, he who believes has eternal life. John six forty six Not that anyone has seen the Father, except the one who is from God, he has seen the Father. Okay, who's talking? This is Jesus Christ talking. He says, nobody's seen the Father. All right? Nobody's seen God. That's where we're starting. Nobody's seen God. All right. Now let's go back. Let's go ask some more questions. Has Abraham seen God? Has Jacob seen God? Has Moses seen God? Has Isaiah seen God? We just laid out that nobody has seen the Father. Nobody's seen the Father. Genesis Chapter. Oh, let's try seventeen. Why don't we? All right. Genesis Chapter seventeen. Genesis chapter 18. Genesis chapter 17. Now when Abram was 99 years old, when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram. The Lord appeared to Abram. What's that mean? It means he saw him. The Lord appeared to Abram. He didn't hear him. He didn't appear in a dream. He appeared to Abram. He didn't talk to him in a vision. He didn't talk to him in a dream. He didn't hear a little voice. It says, the Lord appeared to Abram and said, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless, and I will establish my covenant between me and you, and I will multiply you exceedingly. Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him. All right, so did Abram see the Lord? Yes, he did. Genesis chapter 18. Now the Lord appeared to him. Again, this is the second time. The Lord appeared to him. To who? To Abram. The Lord appeared to him by the oaks of Mamre, while he was sitting at the tent of the door in the heat of the day. When he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, three men were standing opposite him. Okay, The Lord appeared, physically appeared, to Abram. He bowed himself and says, My Lord, if I found favor in your sight, don't pass me up. And they said, Do so, Abraham, as you have decided. And they said, Where's Sarah, your wife? Ever surely will return, and next year she will have a son. Sarah heard this, and she laughed. So, Sarah physically heard this. They were there. They saw the Lord. Sarah heard the Lord. This is a physical manifestation of the Lord God. Genesis chapter 33. Jacob. Jacob wrestles with a man. Again, I'm trying to hold the phone Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. And when he saw that he had not prevailed against him, he touched the socket of his thigh. So the socket of Jacob's thigh was dislocated while he wrestled with him. Okay? This is a very... It's it's not, you know, I ate a bunch of pizza and I saw the Lord. That's not I was smoking some funky stuff and and I saw God. No. He was wrestling with Jacob. They were wrestling. This is a physical interaction. He physically saw the Lord wrestled with the Lord. <clears throat> and he touched the socket of his thigh, so that the socket of Jacob's thigh was dislocated while he wrestled him. Then he said, Let me go, for dawn is breaking. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, What's your name? And he said, Jacob. He said, Your name shall not be Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with men and have prevailed. So Jacob asked him, and says, Please tell me your name. He says, Why, should I ask you, why is it that you ask my name? And he blessed them there. So Jacob named the place Peniel, for he said, I have seen God face to face. I have seen God face to face. I have seen God face to face, yet my life has been preserved. Alright, so there's Abram. Twice he physically appeared. God, the Lord, appears to Abram. Here's Jacob. He wrestled with the Lord, and he saw the Lord. He spoke with the Lord, and he wrestled with the Lord. It's very physical. This isn't a this isn't a vision. It's not a dream. The whole point of this story with Jacob wrestling is this is not a, uh, you know I I ha, you know I had a bad dream and I saw the Lord. No no, he physically saw the Lord, spoke with the Lord, wrestled with the Lord. He says I've seen the Lord face to face. I've seen God face to face. Go to Exodus chapter 33. So the Lord spoke to Moses, Depart and go up from here, you and your people. And it goes on. When all the people saw the pillar of the cloud, all the people would arise and worship each at their tent. But Moses was inside in the tent. Verse 11, Exodus 33. Thus the Lord used to speak with Moses face-to-face, just as a man speaks with a friend. Just as a man speaks with a friend. All right, so number one, Jesus Christ himself, he says, "No no man's seen the Father, nobody's seen the Father, nobody's seen the Father, nobody's seen God at any time. And yet here we have these men speaking with, seeing, and wrestling the Lord. Who are they wrestling with? What is this? What's going on here? You guys know the story. You know the end of the story. Let's go to Isaiah. Isaiah chapter six. Well, let me go to Isaiah chapter six. See what I can pull up here. Look at that. Look at
1: that. Isaiah
0: chapter six. This is Isaiah. In the year of King Uzziah's death, I saw the Lord. I saw the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on the throne, lofty and exalted. And the train of his robe was filling the temple. Seraphim stood above him, each having six wings, calling out to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God the Almighty. Verse 5, Then I said, Woe is me, for I am ruined, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. All these men saw the Lord. Isaiah Jacob, Abram, Moses, they physically saw the Lord. Yet Jesus said, no man has seen the Father. Wrap this up. John chapter 14. This gets to the point of, who is this Jesus? Who is Jesus? And I think in the church we've allowed this Jesus to become this nice guy, this man that lived 2,000 years ago, and he healed the sick, and he raised the dead, and he multiplied bread, and he said nice things, and he said the Sermon on the Mount, and, uh, you know, he rose from the dead, and he went into heaven somewhere with God, and, and, uh, you know, he forgives us, and he, and, and he becomes just sort of this religious little figure, and maybe someday he'll come back again. And he's so much more than that. He's so much more than that. Even the the disciples 2,000 years ago had a hard time wrapping their head around this. Isaiah chapter, excuse me, John chapter 14. Thomas said to Jesus Christ, Lord, we don't know where you're going. How do we know the way? Jesus said to him, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So let's stop that right there for that. Nobody gets to the Father except through Jesus Christ. Okay, not the Jew, not the Hindu, not the Muslim. Get rid of us, this idea that we're all one in the, you know, the faith of Abraham. No one comes to the Father except through me. He goes on. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Oh, boy. From now on you know him and have seen him. From now on you know him and have seen him, he's saying to Thomas. Then Philip pipes up and says, Lord, just show us the Father. Come on, let's get this over with. Just show us the Father. It's enough for us. And Jesus said to him, Have you been with me so long, yet you have not come to know me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. He who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak of my own, but the Father abiding in me does his work. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. There's the answer to the question. Abram, Jacob, renamed Israel, Moses, Isaiah, they all saw, spoke with, and wrestled Jesus Christ pre incarnation. They all saw, spoke with, and Jacob wrestled with Jesus Christ pre incarnation. Jacob wrestled with the Lord. I've seen the Lord face to face, and I haven't died. My eyes have seen the Lord of hosts, and yet I live. He wrestled with Jesus Christ pre-incarnation. Jacob, who was renamed Israel, physically wrestled with Jesus Christ. Oh, but Jesus wasn't born yet. John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and apart from Him, nothing came into being that is has come into being. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. And the word, Verse 14, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we saw his glory, the glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. Okay? This is the only begotten of the Father. You and I are not begotten of the Father. We're born again because of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the only begotten of the Father. And we are born again, and we have our as our Father, God, because of Jesus Christ, the only begotten of the Father. Jesus Christ is eternal. In a Revelation one eight, he says, On the the Alpha and the Omega, on the origin and the source of all things, and on the purpose and destiny of all things. Jesus Christ is not just Lord, He's just not King. He's just not Savior. He's physically and literally the creator of everything that has been created. What has not been created? God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ is literally and physically the creator of all things that have been created. Let's go over here to... Chapter 1. For he rescued us from the domain of darkness and he transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God. Jesus Christ is the image of the invisible God. No man has seen the Father. No man has seen the Father, but Jesus Christ is the image of the invisible God. When the man of the Bible, Abram, Jacob, renamed Israel, Isaiah, the other prophets, Moses, saw the Lord. They physically saw Jesus Christ, who existed from the foundation. He, he, he existed before the world. He's the eternal one. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by Him, by Him, by Jesus Christ, all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. This is Jesus Christ. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church, and he is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he himself will will come to have first place in everything. For it was the Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him. All the fullness of what? All the fullness of the Godhead dwelt in Jesus Christ bodily. And through him to reconcile all things to himself, having made peace through the blood of his cross. And through him, I say, whether things on earth or things in heaven. This is Jesus Christ. Let's go to Revelation. Let's go to the Revelation. Everybody loves the Revelation. Revelation chapter 1, verse 8. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord, who is, who was, and is to come, the Almighty. The Almighty. Jesus Christ is the the origin and source and the purpose and destiny of everything, and He is the Almighty. Jesus Christ is the Almighty. Now, I don't care what the Talmud people say, I don't care what the Muslim people say. This is our testimony, this is our witness. Jesus Christ is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the Almighty. He is the Almighty. And when those poor Jews showed up and disowned Jesus Christ, Jesus looked at them. He said, you guys are so screwed up. He said, I won't even be the one that accuses you on the Judgment Day. I won't even be the one to accuse you. It's not even me that will accuse you. It's Moses that will accuse you on the Judgment Day, those who call themselves Jews. Moses saw the Lord and spoke with the Lord face to face as a man speaks with a friend. He was speaking with Jesus Christ. No man seen the Father, but they all saw Jesus Christ, who is the Almighty. Jesus Christ is in the Father, and the Father is in Jesus Christ. He said to his disciples, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. How great a God we serve. How great a God we serve. We serve the creator of the universe, Jesus Christ. Fritz Blood and bloodandfaith.com